Hello everybody, welcome to season 2 episode number 43 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you are an original listener of the podcast, you're probably thinking, whoa, this episode is already starting out sounding like a a blast from the past, and you are correct. I am recording this episode on the original Roadcaster Pro, and that is because last week after recording the episode, I had some major failures with the Roadcaster Pro 2. Um... I got done recording and the unit wouldn't power itself off. Uh, It seemed like there was something wrong with the power switch. So I had to unplug the device and power it down. And when I turned the Rodecaster Pro back on, the sound pads were going haywire. It wouldn't communicate with my computer. And there was just all sorts of things kind of going wrong with it. And... uh, That was already my second Rodecaster Pro 2, so it kind of makes me a little bit nervous. And I thought, you know, the first time I ordered my Rodecaster Pro 2, I ordered it from B&H. And uh, when it came, the faceplate, which I uh, showed in a YouTube short that I had done, Uh, The faceplate of the device was disconnecting from the base of it. Um, The Rodecaster Pro 2 is made a little bit differently from the original Rodecaster. Um, The metal on top is kind of inlaid in the plastic base, whereas the Rodecaster Pro, uh, let's just say version 1, has a fully metal top that goes all the way out to the edges, where... Uh, the new Rodecaster Pro 2 is kind of countersunk inside of it. And that faceplate was disconnecting from the base. So I called up B&H. I actually did a podcast about this too. And B&H was awesome. They, no questions asked. They said, yep, it shouldn't be like that. We're going to send out a new Rodecaster Pro 2. And when I got the new Rodecaster Pro 2 in the mail, I thought, oh no. This one is doing the exact same thing. And I thought, okay, it's all right because it just looks bad. I'm just going to deal with it. None of the actual functionality is having issues. So I thought, okay, I can live with that. A little cosmetic thing, no big deal. Well, after I had all those issues just pop up out of the blue, I went to Facebook or not Facebook. Yeah, actually, I think it was a Facebook group. Uh, I forget the name of it. It was like Roadcaster Pro Users or something like that. And I had seen a lot of issues come up with the sound pads and even a few with the power switch like I was having. But uh, it seemed like in every instance, it seemed like the people had ordered from B&H. And I thought, you know what? Uh, if I call B&H again, they'll probably send me out another version and potentially it could be from the same batch that I got because uh, everything I had read um, said that it was just a bad batch, uh, Road was fixing it, and uh, I assume maybe when the Roadcaster Pro 2 was originally released, maybe B&H got a lot of the original products and sent those out. 
And I'm very confident that if I would have called B&H, they would have resolved the issue as well. Um, but I thought, you know what, I'll just go to road directly and talk to their customer support. They were very helpful as well. They said, yes, we've had some known hardware issues. Um, it affected a small batch of Roadcaster Pro 2s. Uh, we will gladly send you out a new one. And all of these issues have been resolved. So I still haven't got the new Roadcaster Pro 2 in studio, but um, I'm impatiently waiting for that to come. And in the meantime, I pulled out the original Roadcaster, and in a way it kind of made me sad because I kind of miss it a little bit. It seems a little more substantial than the new version, and it seems like things are just a little higher quality. For example, it seems like the on and off switch in the back, it gives a little more feedback. It seems like a little bit of a better switch. Another thing I noticed when I plugged in the XLR uh, plugs for the microphones is that there's an actual clip that clips into the XLR, where on the new one, it's a new sort of jack, and I think it has a lot more functionality, so I don't want to uh, say it's not as good because uh, by all means I think it's a lot better than this old jack but it would be nice if it still had the metal clip to clip in the XLR there's something satisfying about putting an XLR into the machine and it clipping itself in another thing and this is a very small item that I thought was something that uh, probably not overlooked. I don't know why they didn't do this on the Roadcaster Pro 2, but the power cord actually has a threaded, um, I don't even know how you want to say it, a locking mechanism on the back. So you plug in the power and then you screw something over the top so it locks it into place. On the new one, it's just a plug. Uh, uh, I kind of wonder if, um, you know, like when Apple went to the MagSafe uh, charging port. Um, maybe there's a reason you don't want to lock it to the actual back of the device. If someone trips over it, it'll probably damage the whole unit where if it just has a plug without the locking mechanism, more than likely it's just going to pull the um, power source out and it won't damage anything. But so that's where we're sitting now. If I sound a little bit different, like it's a blast from the past, it is. I am liking the original Roadcaster at the moment. Uh, I, I think a lot of people still use it, and it's still a wonderful device. Um, another thing I just thought of that I'm going to miss when I'm done recording this podcast is on the original Roadcaster. I'm going to have to pop out the memory card, put it back into my computer. I'm not going to be able to use Road Central uh, to do a lot of this stuff. Uh one of the main things that I like about the new Roadcaster is I can use Road Central and export my file as an MP3. So when I upload it to Anchor, I don't have to do anything else. This is going to add another step into my workflow tonight because I'm going to have to take the memory card out of the Roadcaster, put it into my computer, run it through GarageBand, convert it in a WAV file into an MP3, and then I'll be able to add it to Anchor. So it'll add a little extra work this week, but uh, it's worth it. I can't wait until the new Roadcaster comes. And 
That brings me to some more exciting road news. This week, Road announced uh, what they're saying is their biggest product release ever. And it says it's introducing seven new products and product updates. And a lot of these are very exciting. Uh, if you are a wireless go-to user, it's going to have a firmware update. I currently just have the original uh, Rode Wireless Goes, and so I don't think those are going to be able to be updated. Uh, the update includes, let's see here, the ability to save onboard recordings as WAV files for easy transfer to a computer on the go and start and stop onboard recordings using the transmitter button. Uh, and it says that these were two highly requested features, as well as new camera models added to the camera preset feature, which was introduced in the most recent firmware update. Uh, the second thing is that the Rodecaster Pro 2 is going to be able to add wireless microphone connectivity over a software update. And this is very exciting for Roadcaster Pro 2 users because you're getting features that you didn't even know you were buying. Uh, the, it's going to have the capability to wirelessly connect to the, it says uh, Wireless Go 2. So, uh, okay, let's. I'm, I'm just reading here as I'm, talking about it, connect any road series for wireless transmitter, including the wireless go to and wireless me for recording pristine wireless audio directly to the roadcaster pro two. Uh, that's going to be very interesting because it'll basically give you more inputs to the roadcaster. Uh, this next item is the thing I am most excited to learn about, and it is called the streamer X. It says on the video front, it offers 4K 30 and 2K 60 streaming and up to 2K 120, 4K 60 pass-through for incredible video quality in wide variety of applications, from streaming and gaming to podcasting and content creation to business presentations. So basically, it's a small unit. It looks like from this picture that it's about the size of a stream deck, and it adds the functionality of a capture card, and a Rodecaster Pro 2. It's got four of the sound pads, and it's got the ability to flip through those sound pads. So I don't know how many pages you're going to be able to have, but I'm sure it'll be several. And that's going to give you the functionality of having preloaded sound on those sound pads or uh, voice-changing effects. Um, it's going to have two USB-C connections seamlessly uh, to seamlessly accommodate dual PC setups and four customizable smart pads will allow for on-the-fly triggering of sound or voice effects and other actions. It is also, also fully customized or compatible with Road software solutions, including Unify, Road Central, and Road Connect for expanded functionality and unmatched flexibility. The Streamer X represents a new way to live stream with incredible audio and video. Never before has broadcast quality video and audio capture been possible using a single console. This is the ultimate all-in-one streaming solution. 
And the thing I'm most curious about is, will you be able to use it with something like the new Xbox? And if that's the case, I'm going to be very excited to test it out. Uh, the next piece of hardware that they're going to be introducing is called the Roadcaster Duo, which is essentially a mini version of the Roadcaster Pro 2. It is It offers a few less channels, a few less sound pads, and a few less inputs on the back. But if you're someone who is in need of space, uh, this thing could be the perfect solution. Really, for my setup right now, this would be more than enough uh, to run an entire podcast, to have guests on the show. Uh, this would be I guess overboard for what I need. Uh, the Roadcaster Pro 2 is overboard. The Roadcaster 1 is overboard. So it's amazing that they're already coming out with these uh, new products. Uh, the last thing I was real, well, I guess I can't say that's the last thing I was interested in because they're going to be releasing a charging case for the Wireless Go 2. If I had that system, that would be something I would be excited about. Uh, the Roadcaster uh, backpack um, is a new backpack that's designed to be able to pack up your full podcast studio and take it on the go, which would be very useful uh, to me. Uh, it's a lot to pack up an entire podcast. Uh, I feel like if I don't have to move all of my equipment, I don't want to. Uh just for the fact that I am picky about my equipment. I don't want to be hauling it to other places, reconnecting it. And uh, not only that is it takes a lot of time to plan out your office or your studio. And once you get things in place, you don't really want to tear it all down. Uh, that adds a lot of work. So I would say instead of moving to a different location, I'd probably be more likely to have a guest come on remote then actually pack up my roadcaster and take it somewhere. Um, the next thing they're going to be introducing is a new pod mic, a USB version, but it also is an XLR version as well. The pod mic USB is an ultra versatile broadcast grade dynamic microphone for podcasting, streaming, and content creation. It offers the same incredible sound quality and compact yet rugged form factor as the best-selling pod mic with a powerful new feature up its sleeve, XLR and USB connectivity. So uh, if you're wondering what a pod mic sounds like, you're listening to it right now. I've done every, well, not every episode of my podcast, but most episodes of my podcast with the Rode pod mic, and I love it. It's a cheap option. It's somewhere around $99 to $120. Um, and it sounds as good as I need it to sound. Uh, and it seems like it's a great solution for someone who's trying to podcast on a budget. Uh, all of this stuff is going to be introduced in the near future. And since it isn't officially introduced yet... I don't see any pricing on any of this stuff. I'm assuming that the Roadcaster Duo will fall somewhere under the Roadcaster Pro 2 as far as pricing goes. Uh, 
the Streamer X might be a little bit more expensive just because it's got the video capture card and the audio solutions all in one. Um, let's see here. Other than that, uh, firmware updates are free, which is awesome for Rode users. The pod mic, I'm assuming, will be more expensive than the original pod mic. However, if they do anything like Apple does their cell phones, maybe the original pod mic will go on sale and this uh, newer version will be still be at that $100 range. A lot of exciting things from Rode and uh, exciting times for me as a podcaster because all of these new features coming out, including AI that I talked about last week, uh, for podcasters is making podcasting a lot easier and a lot more accessible to everybody, which I like because who doesn't like hearing people's stories and inspiration? Uh, it seems like anyone, if you want to get a podcast going, it's easier now than ever. And uh, I'm excited to see where the future is headed. Um I'm hoping, I've got my fingers crossed, that by next week I will have the new Rodecaster Pro 2 in my office and it will be functioning and perfect. It would be awesome if that was the case. And hopefully by next week we'll have some more information as far as pricing goes for these new products. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, there's a chance that I will have some of these products and get to review them on this channel and my YouTube channel. Uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, stick around. I appreciate each and every one of you listening, and we will talk to you next week.